Welcome back to Shore Sports Talk on 94.3 The Point, sponsored by Shoreline Wealth Management. I am Vin Avenue, and joined by my old longtime pal, Nico Sturdy, former teammates, of course, over Tom's Ever High School East, the Raiders. That's doing right. Big no, things back in the day, right? Uh, well, you got big things coming up in just a few days. Well, big thing, I guess two days, right? Elite 7 v 7 tournament coming up in Jackson Township. Um, and you were on, I guess, about a month ago to, to kind of give that initial preview here. But over the last few weeks, how have things gone in terms of preparation? Uh, how many athletes do you have signed up? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, as always, Vin, I appreciate you. <laughs> you know, thanks for having us on here. Likewise. You know, Elite 77, S3, whatever whatever yeah. I've done, you've always supported. So, always. you know, we appreciate you. Um, you know, it's June 3rd, 4th weekend. So it's next weekend. Um, you know, since we've last spoken, I took a trip down uh, to Westlake High School in Texas as an intern. And, you know, there was more trips to be taken, but I just couldn't do this, the second one. Mm. But I work as an intern at Elite 11 quarterback camp. Okay. Um, it's where they pull the, the top quarterbacks from the country. Um, they make it to the finals. And, you know, they're the guys that make it to the NFL. You know, so there's 32 NFL rosters, 27 of the 32 NFL quarterbacks were elite 11 quarterbacks in high school. That's amazing. Yeah, it's Trent Dilfer's (laughs) company, um, Brian Stump, um, you know, I was hanging out with Devin Gardner. Oh, wow. You know, so (laughs) I learned a lot. I went down to Westlake High School, Drew Brees, like I said, and the football down there was amazing. And honestly, there was a few kids from that camp that got that got invited to the finals. Oh, wow. So I, I saw them with my okay. own eyes. Um, and, and to come back here, you know, it, it just channeled even more motivation to kind of just, we got to get more football going around yeah. here, you know, in terms of exposure and competition and, and networking. And I feel like a fall season's too limited for these kids because of how many sports are played up here. Right. In the Northeast, opposed, you know, opposed to down South where football is a year round sport. And it's, it's up here. We can laugh and joke about it, but it's really real. And if you, if you look at the state of New Jersey on a grand scope, North Jersey is, is football. That's, that's yeah, ca- kind a lot of what of we're known for. Here. So there's a ton of talent here and we produce gems in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and at the next level, but there's not enough scope on it, mm. you know, other than the media outlets locally. Right, you know, but where's the engine of camps and combines and tournaments to develop these kids in the off season around here? Um, I don't see at least at, as many that can do what we're doing. Right, no, agreed. And that's where we're at. Um, we booked a second tournament after we had our first in Tinton Falls. Um, so we're in Jackson AYF. We have a two day tournament. We have around fifty participants booked for this one. Six different teams. Two different seven v seven organizations. Okay. Um, if you are a seven v seven organization, you can attend our event as a vendor for free. There Get you a go. table set up because there's going to be youth football organizations invited. Okay. So kids can network and learn about seven v seven and see how the older kids are doing it on the field. So this is kind of like the grand scope of it, um, you know. And from there, you know, we're just trying to, you know, get get this. Exp- as much exposure as possible. We're sure. partnering up with D1 Media Pro. It's a it's a live stream event. 
place for for football and all sports. They're located in North Jersey. Okay. So we're going to have this live streamed, um, and you can collect the data as well. Like, you could watch it again. So we have sponsors, um, you know, La Mondina, uh, Hmm. DWAG LLC. Wow. um, Ray Katina Lexus. There you go. You know, we're working on a few more. They're our main sponsors for Elite 77. Our partners right now are Nike for our, our apparel. Nice. And NCSA. NCSA okay. is the college recruiting database platform. Mm-hmm. So basically every kid who goes through our database, their information gets submitted through the NCSA portal. It's awesome. And now they re- all their content, all their information gets pumped out to every single coach from Division One to Division Three. Instantly from us. Which is amazing. Without a membership. That's huge. Now, if you want to deeper your prospect potential, NCSA offers, obviously, subscriptions for deeper, Mm. you know, accessibility with coaches and whatnot and and content. Um, But we're all just about networking, connecting, and uh, teaching these kids how to compete. Yeah, and I guess if if the big big time college coaches and programs like what they see, they'll they'll get they'll have that subscription. Like you know, we'll and, check and it out. You know what? They, some of them don't even need that because they're already following our accounts. I have personal mm. relationships okay. with a lot of guys that are coaches at Boston College, that are coaches at um, you know Old Dominion, coaches at Fordham, coaches at Delaware. You name them. I got personal relationships who follow me on my personal accounts, and they're checking my stories. So. Nice. There's not even a recruiting subscription needed when there's eyes on you already. That's true. That's so if you're point. making plays on our platform, you're you're gonna make impressions on other eyes, and from there, and, and in the in the shadows, you know, behind the curtains, I'm always sending videos of players to my to my guys in group text messages. So it's, ah, okay, there you, you go. Know, and, and and that doesn't guarantee a scholarship, right? But. You know, if but you don't have invita- at least take a look at this kid. If you don't have an invitation to the dance, you have to be dancing on the sidelines. Yeah, you know, you got to go to the dance and, and perform, and exactly. that's kind of what we are. We're a platform for that. So, with this uh, upcoming uh, Jackson Elite Seven v Seven tournament, June, uh, June, uh, yeah, June third and fourth. I had January in my head, but it was saying June. I was like, is that the right month? Yeah, it is. Must have um, been from Chef Vin cooking all weekend. Your head's well, all scrambled you know. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> all that, all those uh, grill flames and everything. Um, so, what do what do people need to know here down the stretch with this tournament just a few days away? Well, first and foremost, you can come, you can attend. Ten a.m. is when we want players to hopefully start checking in. Um, Eleven a.m. the event will kick off. You know, um, we got one v one period where every kid just gets to roll through the roster and go up against everybody in one v ones. Receiver versus DB, um, and then from there we transition into tournament play. Um, nine games are being played on day one. Okay, that's three games for each team. Everyone gets to play everyone on day one, and day one will kind of determine who is seated for the day two mm. in terms of elimination and championship series. So there will be a crown champion um, during the championship game on day two is when we'll run the 1v1 period as well on an adjacent field. There's a grass okay. field. Um, we can either do it there or there's some space on the stadium. So I just want to make sure kids don't just, you know, depart after their loss. Right. You know, stay until Hang the around. championship, go go get some work in the 1v1s. Yeah. You'll have some time after that. Go watch the championship, network, watch the, the, the trophy ceremony, all that fun stuff, MVP, 
You know, we have a Todd Walker MVP in honor of Todd, mm, um, my right, friend who pa right. passed away. And we're in the process of developing a nonprofit. Group, okay. And that's the WWTD Foundation. What would Todd do? That's great. So, you know, we have a lot of moving things in moving parts. <laughs> sure. You know, and in time, you know, we want to be on ESPN. We want to be on yeah, MSG, SNY. You know, we want people to see that the shore football players and, you know, all the local football players in this area, if they're given the, the platform and the opportunity year after year, in three to five years from now, we can we can turn Jersey into Texas football. There you go. That'd be awesome. Three to five. Three <laughs> to five. Because you have to start with like the fifth, sixth graders right now. Right. Yeah. You try and build and it in and that's some of those youth programs. That would be the, our next conversation. There we go. Because I, I took a... <laughs> <laughs> I took a 12U position. I'm a head coach, finally. Okay, there you go. You know, yeah, congrats, man. Yeah, first first uh, application I applied for and got as a head coach, so I'll take it. <laughs> I'm a 12 Can only go up from here. Hey, no, there's no going back now. That's <laughs> right. It. I'm a head coach for the rest of my life. That's it. Yeah. Even if it is youth football, I don't care. Yeah. Um, I'm ready to build something fun, you know, for kids. Um, fundamental, right? Developing yeah. the mind, developing the fun. You know, a lot of people in youth sports kind of forget that. Mm. As a parent coach, right? I'm not a parent coach. I don't have a kid on the team. I'm coaching just because I want to. Yeah, not, I have no kids in youth football, so pass along your knowledge um, and love for the game. Yeah, and I wanna, I wanna give back to my community. Sure. You know, I've been overseeing the youth football for many years, and I love the 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 Tom's River Warriors. I love what they did, mm. merging all the schools, but it's creating a lot of confusion too because a lot of kids then now get to choose what high school you know whereas when we played with pop warner you know you had the angels went to east yeah, oh yeah. the indians yeah. went to north the raiders went to south so each high school could develop their youth program mm. that that was that's that's huge for a high school varsity program that's yeah huge i will never forget that when high school coaches and varsity kids came to our stuff worked with us and or we got invited to game day and ran out for the coin toss in our uniforms. That's right. I will never forget that. I bleed black <laughs> and silver for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but now they merged, you know? They're the Tom's River Warriors, and all three schools, all four, Donovan, right? Mm. All four, and Jackson, all those, right, all yeah. in the area, Manchester, yeah. they're all going to the Warriors now, and they're they're p competing. There's a lot of good talent. Um, for sure. I just want to make sure that the kids are learning and getting prepared mm -hmm. if they're going to continue and play in high school. Yeah, you know, with the the plan that you have and, and the model you're trying <laughs> to build here, Nico, uh, and God bless you. Um, you too, Vin. What, <laughs> <laughs> prayers and blessings here on Shore Sports Talk. Uh, what do you want Amen. to um, help? get um, across to some of the young and upcoming athletes here with these football players at the youth level to say, all right, here's what you need to do to build your skill sets. Here's what you simple. need to do to keep your emotions in check. I don't care how many cones you run by. Ain't no cone ever tackled me. I don't care how That's many true. hurdles you jump over. No hurdle never tackled me. I don't care how many garbage cans you make miss. Ain't no trash can tackling me. Okay? I like that. So don't get lost in the sauce of training Get ready to compete. Improve yourself because there's someone out there hungrier. Because I was very, very hungry. And I couldn't really showcase my talents at these drills. Mm. I wasn't quick between cones. I wasn't um, 
you know, able to show my running back skills at a 7v7. I was physical. I was violent. But when we put on the pads, all those kids who were good in 7-on-7, all those kids who are really sharp with the tennis balls and really good with the garbage cans, what happened? They're not really that good no more. We all know that. That's a good point. So don't forget that. If you're a youth football player, don't get lost in the in the faint, in the the highlights on Instagram. Don't do it for that reason. Do it knowing there's a kid in Alabama, there's a kid in Louisiana, there's a kid in Texas, there's a kid in Georgia that don't really have much they're you know, they're coming from and all they want to do is play football for the rest of their lives. Yeah. That's it. And then that's that's how it goes. Look at the the top draft draft picks in the nation. Mm-hmm. Majority of them are coming from Texas. The top first round picks over the last 15, 20 years, a lot of them are coming from Texas. The state yeah. of Texas, you know, there's a reason for that. You know, there's high volume down there. High volume. The state's huge. So there's a lot of schools. So there's a lot of players. So why do you think Texas doesn't recruit in Jersey? <laughs> why do you think <laughs> Alabama doesn't come to Jersey and take the top New Jersey Gatorade player of the year. Why would they have a lot of, of elite talent down there yeah. in their own state? So how do we elevate here? Yeah, we gotta we gotta compete more. You know, a lot of kids are playing baseball in the spring. A lot of kids are wrestling in the winter. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids are shooting jump shots, and that's great. I love it. Play every sport you possibly can, but don't forget about that kid in Texas. Sure. Don't forget about that kid in Bama, because I learned too when I played against North Dakota State, when I played against Montana State. Central Michigan, Minnesota, um, you know, Stony Brook, Delaware, William and Mary, Jane, whoever it was. Right. There's kids yeah. from all over the country. So if you if you think you're good, check yourself. There's someone out there who's better. Yeah. And if you don't think that way, you'll never be great. Never. No, you can't be complacent. You'll never be great. You'll never be great because you already think you're great. Right. So how and can you grow? Exactly. And that's a lot of kids in the youth. And I'm including high school. Oh, for they sure. are youth. Yeah. And a lot of those kids, they just, they don't, they're not hungry. The quiet ones, the silent ones, they're hungry. And I'm watching them. And I respect the heck out of them because that was our generation. Mm. We didn't have all this loud stuff on social media. Uh, no. I no. couldn't post my practice that day on YouTube. Right. <laughs> I, <laughs> if That's I, true. <laughs> which, you know, it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? Like we had other distractions then. So... I just think if there's these many these amounts of resources for these kids, people who have played the game at a high level, who have networked with people at a high level, who have earned the respect from the game itself, mm-hmm. should be helping these kids. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who haven't really done much in the game. Or if they did, it was just in high school. And that's cool. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But there's another level, you know? And there's people above me who did it at the NFL level. And I'm like a little kid still when I see them. <laughs> sure. I respect the heck out of them. I want to learn. Yeah, but absolutely. I, I, I know what that competition entails. I put a lot of those people on their back. You know, I competed against them. Mm-hmm. They made it. I didn't. But I got I got the film. I could show you the film. I beat a lot of NFL guys one-on-one. Yeah. And I'm sure they remember. <laughs> you know, but you don't, not everybody makes it. So if, if that's the case, don't, don't, don't get lost in the sauce. That's right. all I'm saying. And that's why I'm getting involved with the youth. You know, that's why I'm getting involved with the 7v7 tournaments because I need to, t- I need to help a lot of kids in, in one big group. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of private stuff with my training. 
but I need to get into big masses of people. And, yeah. and, and the youth is the best way because they just, they absorb it. They're passionate. They got a ton of energy, you know, and you can't be too negative with them. They're, they're fragile, you know, they're vulnerable. You know, you got to teach them how to make mistakes, mm -hmm. but be motivated to correct them and understand that process. Right. Don't belittle them and, co and be condescending and, and, and make them feel like because they missed a tackle, they're the worst football player in the world. Cause then that kid's petrified to go tackle a kid again. If they're not mentally willed overthinking they're just scared i've been there i mm. watch i go and i did a drill once with these kids i got brought in as like a volunteer to go work a practice okay a football practice kid missed the tackle i was like all right buddy like you'll get him next time sure and he just started crying and he was like too scared to go up i looked at him i was like dude why do you think you're out here to practice right get about it yeah get him now take him down you know sure Teach that kid how to turn that pain and kind of inflict it on someone else in a game. Right. Because <laughs> that's how I learned. <laughs> you know, and then you have to learn the difference between a sport and a game and then reality. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the more violent you are in that game, the better you are because down south, those dudes are violent mm -hmm. and they start young. So if you want to be good in football, you got to be violent. You got to yeah. play fast, you got to play violent, and you got to play together. Be physical. And that's that's our mantra for the twelve U team this year: fast, violent, and together. I like it. That's it. <laughs> if you could play fast, you could get paid fast. You know, right? If you if you could play violent, you know, you're you're gonna. No one's gonna want to play against you. They're gonna be scared. They just it hurts yeah. when another team is dominant physically. I've played right. against the team like that. It wears you out. <laughs> it wears you out. <laughs> you know. And then together, when you play a team who can, you know, uh, handle the tides of, of, of the shift, right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the pendulum in the game, the momentum shift, the teams who can settle down and discipline and stick to the script and do what they do, they rise and they win and they become champions. The teams who, you know, start off rough and then just look around waiting for someone to save them, good luck. And no yeah. one's going to save you. You got to look together. You got to look around. You got to take it upon yourself and take it personal if you're losing. Take it personal if you're practicing poorly. Don't wait for a coach to do that because we got other things to focus on. Mm -hmm. We got to put you in better positions to make plays. But you better make the play. Yeah. And that's what that's another problem with these kids. <laughs> they, they make more <laughs> excuses than they do plays, and it cracks me up. It cracks me up. <laughs> hey, but coach, he did this to me. Hey, but, wait, didn't you throw a pick? Oh, thought so. Oh, didn't you get beat deep? Oh, thought so. And they don't want to hear that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Good luck playing D1 football. We right. got hyenas out there, mm -hmm. you know? So we're trying to bring that D1 mentality to, to the football atmosphere in, in Jersey, period, and the Northeast, because we have plans to go, go north. It's big. Oh, yeah. Big time. So uh, as you're thinking ahead here to what you'll tell the players before they – you know, hit the field after stretching and warming up at the tournament on, on uh, June third and fourth. I mean, what are some things that you want to tell them to get out there? I mean, it to it was, I'm sure you'll have some athletes that are thinking like, "Oh man, there's all these colleges that are going to be looking at me. All these coaches, I want to be at my best." Or uh, some saying, "Oh, I got to do this or do that." And maybe their minds all over the place. How do you um, help finish preparing them? Give them that last message, like, "Go out and just give it your best." Well, first, 
a lot of them follow the channel. You know, they see what I'm about a little bit. They'll see this. Um, a lot of them been to the first, so they, they know what I'm about. A lot of are returning. I'm excited. There's some studs, you know, that, that need some more exposure and they need to compete more and to, to sharpen their skills. But essentially the last message was like, you know, take advantage of the competition, take advantage of the networking, you know, and um, the knowledge, you know, those were three keys. Mm. I had, all my coaches played, you know, so you got to listen to these guys, what they know. Let them coach you up. Don't, don't, you know, coachable person is, is a reliable person and dependable person. So you want to be coachable. Um, and our coaches are good. They're not going to rip you apart. Like we're here to, to help you grow. You sure. know, it's like a prospect camp, mm. but a prospect league at the same time. Okay. Um, my message for this one is like, just work in the silence, mm. you know, be different. There's a lot of kids out there trying to be loud. There's a lot of people out there that want to be heard and you know, that's all great. But if you just work in the silence over time, you'll, you'll, you'll get your, your message across, you know, there if, you go. if you really want it that bad. Right. Because back in our day, we didn't have many social things and, you know, social media and stuff to be, all right, this is where I'm at. Look what I'm doing now. Right. Yeah. It was, you know, like, what it is now. Know, now we do that. But yeah. I'm saying when I played high school and college football, I had to work on the silence, mm -hmm. you know, my, my freshman year, I redshirted that bothered me. True. You know, I, I was going crazy, crazy. I hated being on scout team. My redshirt <laughs> freshman year, I was still like third on the depth chart at running back. So I was still on a lot of scout team stuff. I was on scout team till like week three, four. Oh wow. As, as the running back for the ones and twos on defense. And then I was taking reps as a two at running back for the, O. so I didn't have a break in practices. Yeah. So I got a lot of reps. And then by sure. the end of the season, what do you think happens? People start getting hurt. Start running back, got banged up. The other running back skill set wasn't the skill set of a division one running back. Mm. He was a division one fullback. Okay. And him complimentary with a division one running back. Yeah. You know, that's good. But when you lose the division one running back and you only have that fullback, you can't make the operation go. When a guy can't break a run over 30 yards, Sorry, you're not a tailback. Yeah, that's, you know that's an say? issue. Yeah, yeah, you're not. Catch the ball <laughs> in the flat, go block somebody, right. you know, do your job, you know? Whereas someone like myself as a regular freshman, I was a tailback. I was a running back, but I was young. Mm. So they threw me to the wolves once that guy got hurt. You know, my first game in, I had 10 receptions versus Towson for 90 yards as a running back. There you go. You know, check down, check down, check down, check down. And that quarterback now is the o ODU offensive coordinator. The guy wow. who gave me the ball 10 times. <laughs> There's a crazy there story. There's a crazy story from that game too. <laughs> Our head coach wanted us to take a knee because we were losing. The game was over. You really? Know? Yeah, we were. Towson was whooping us. So like we had the ball. Matt, you're losing. You have the ball last drive with a few t seconds left. Why are we going to try to keep going? You know, take a knee. Let's get the heck out of here. Yeah, you know risk saying? injury. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I, I'm in the game. I'm like, no. Yeah. I looked at the quarterback. Who's a senior, <laughs> Kevin Decker. I'm like, no. You're not needing the football. You're handing me the football. We're not. We're not taking a knee and we're losing. <laughs> it's called victory for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Right. The formation's called victory. I'm you with can't you. call formation victory and, and take a knee and you lose. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we no, lined that up doesn't make any the, sense. We lined up to run the ball. There you go. Head coach called a timeout. <laughs> 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 went, went crazy on the quarterback. We took the knee. 
he went crazy on the quarterback right after. He went right to his face right after the game. Once, <laughs> wow. once the whistle was off, he didn't even go shake the other coach's hand yet. He went right to the quarterback like, how dare you do go go over what I said? You know what I'm saying? That, that I make There's a reason I called the knee. I've been doing this 25 years. No need for us <laughs> right. to get hurt. Sure. So I'm hurt. We're trying to get into the playoffs. All right, we lost. Let's chalk it up. I got to make decisions. You know, we are a young kid. Yeah. Right? So the head coach then pulled me to the side in the locker room, Sean McDonald. He's like, Neek, I love it. You know, I love the mentality. I love it. But guess what? Sometimes we got to take a knee, get out of there, make sure no one gets hurt. And when he did it, he like cupped my face, like open palm, like Nick, I love you. And all like, psh, like whack my face, you know, oh, because he, that's just how he was. He like, he, he was such a passionate person. Mm. He's the kind of guy who I would run through a brick wall today for. Wow. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to create that around here. If kids don't want to run for, through a brick wall for you, you better look in the mirror, coach. Mm. Period. It's a fair point. That's all I got to say. Nick, last question for you. Just uh, what else, uh, to recap anything, what do players need to know, parents need to know, coaches, about the uh, this Jackson 7-on-7 seven seven tournament in terms of showing up, what they need to bring, what they need to do? Right on. So Elite77Football.com. Elite77Football, you know, Instagram, all of it. You'll see, you can check us out, but Elite77Football.com. You can actually purchase, well, you can get your general admission free tickets, not purchase, sorry. Mm, Players purchased, they're participating players, which is booked. No one can can book no more. Okay. But if you want to come and watch and attend, go on the website, get a general admission ticket for free so we know you're coming. You know, there's going to be vendors there. If you want to be a vendor, your local business, 732-575-9500, hit me up, you know, $100 for the weekend. Or if you're a 7v7 club, it's free. Um, you if go. you're any type of youth football organization, too, it's free. Okay. Um, but if you're like a, a, a juice company or you're a, a smoothie company, something like that, you know, $100 for the weekend, $50 a day, you know, just so we can cover some costs on our end. Oh, sure. We got a lot of a lot of costs between uniforms and, you know, field rentals, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, there you go. That is... Nico, Nico, I appreciate you coming on. Nico Stridi from Elite 7v7 Tournament, S3, Tom's River Kid, big-time football player from the area and a big-time friend of mine. Nico, uh, appreciate you coming in. Thanks for sharing everything. Look ben, forward to hearing more soon. Ben, I love you, bro. You're the man. Thank you. Right back at you, my friend. More Shore Sports Talk on 94.3 The Point, sponsored by Shoreline Wealth Management, right after this. Let's face it, investment concepts and financial planning can be very intimidating and confusing. Shoreline Wealth Management addresses that feeling head on. Their goal is to educate you while offering financial advice without buzzwords and jargon. Shoreline includes you in the process and makes you comfortable every step of the way on your path to financial freedom. Shoreline Wealth Management is your financial anchor. Visit ShorelineWealth.com for more information today. Shoreline Wealth Management. Management with offices in Manchester and Manahawkin. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.